Hey, I'm Jennifer Powell from Tallahassee, Florida. Um, I guess you know me on Instagram as Fit. <laughs> okay, so how did you, I mean, I saw that to your mother too, and mostly people, I mean, you know, they're always like, oh, I can't be a mother and do this or do that, you know. Uh, so how do you feel about that? And well, your- I was that mom that said, I don't have time and I can't do that. Um, but about six years ago, when I was tired of being overweight and putting everything and everyone before me um, and I was depressed and not feeling good about myself, I decided that if I wanted to be happy, that I needed to take care of myself and that I better serve other people. So my life changed after that. I started fitness and um, I've taken a complete career shift in the last couple of years from photography to fitness and I feel amazing. What made you go towards fitness? Was it just something you kind of like yeah I really didn't know that obviously it was going to be a career I've been a photographer for over 10 years um and once I started losing weight and the emotional change happened and then the physical change and then people started I guess being inspired by (laughs) my tribe I don't know um I guess kind of like I've been inspired by so many amazing athletes um it kind of took that direction. I became a brand ambassador for the company that I lost a lot of weight for. Um, so it started slow and I started helping people and sharing my story and then felt about a little over a year ago that I was kind of called to do this. So I've been making the shift and it's been awesome. Mm -hmm. And is, is that like you personally, was it something that you felt like really changed everything for you or? It did. I mean, I've changed completely as a person. Um, Training all of my clients now that I do, because my sister and I are opening a gym in the next couple weeks um, that we've been working on and launching a bunch of different brands um, that have to do with fitness. But, you know, my main mission, as much as I love training people and getting them to their physical best, is the emotional part of it. Um, So learning why we got to this place in the first place. Why was I eating emotionally? Why was I not making time for myself? So I think once that shift happens within someone, it's not just the fitness and the physical attributes that change. It's what happens on the inside is what the most amazing part of it is. Mm-hmm. And this is it, how do you feel when you help someone? Like, I mean, you have a client, right. you know, of course you're helping them. And they, they, yeah. they always say thank you or something like that, or like, you know, appreciation. Like, how do you handle all that? Well, they don't always say thank you. Sometimes they're cussing me out and they hate me that I'm making them do all this. But at the end of the day, um, I sometimes it's hard for people to see me now as the girl that I once was, um, that I was overweight and insecure. So I think that they can relate to me because I can get down on the floor with them and be in that physical place that I once was. And so that really brings me so much joy um, to see them grow and make better choices. Um, especially moms. I, I train a lot of women, obviously. Um, not that I'm against training men. Maybe they're scared of me. I don't know. (laughs) Um, but just to see them make time for themselves and better choices. And then again, that shows their children, you know, we live in such a society of bad eating and bad habits, um, to see them start to love themselves again and to slowly change. Um, I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And what is your, kind of nutritional philosophy for you yeah you know nutrition is huge obviously i mean you can work out in the gym all day long and eat like shit are we allowed to cuss yes yes it's explicit so (laughs) go go ahead say whatever you want (laughs) 
I'm a hybrid. I'm part Yankee, so it, it comes out every now and then. Um, so nutrition is obviously huge, and that's really what brought me to this place. As I found, instead of eating for emotional, that food, although it's fun, is not to make it the focus. Um, so I don't really like to put my clients on restrictive calorie intake. Um, we learn about what's healthy and what our body needs to survive and to perform. Um, and not so much, I know that a lot of people are going to disagree, but focusing on the macros and all of that, I think is where I can be now. But when people have eating issues, it's not always, it's so much deeper than that. And it's overwhelming. So um, learning to love vegetables and just healthy things, focusing on that is my my philosophy on getting started. Mm -hmm. And how has that kind of like, I mean, a lot of moms out there. So how has that like changed you as a mother, you know, getting, going through a transition like that. Was it hard on my family? Is that what you're asking yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice way of saying that. Okay. So I would say, yes, my husband would probably agree. Um, you know, I finally came into my own. I've always been a strong woman. Obviously I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Um, but being comfortable with me and not worried about what anybody else thinks, doing what's best for me and my family is my focus. And um, obviously, it's a lot of change. My husband and I have been together since we were 17 years old. So going from the overweight 12 plus size woman to the hot, <laughs> is what he would say, hot <laughs> fitness babe, um, he, I mean, obviously, he feels blessed, but it's <laughs> been a, a total change and total shift. I mean, I've taken a complete career shift and a huge risk to do this, but I really believe in it. And, um, I think it's going to definitely work out. Mm -hmm. And what has changed like mentally for you? Everything, everything. Um, I live and breathe this. So, uh, you know, when people ask me, I literally every single day wake up with feeling good, Fitness is a part of everything that I do. I eat well. My kids live it. Um, so everything. Mm -hmm. And you said your kids live it now. Like, what, what, what do you they mean They still eat goldfish. They still eat goldfish. <laughs> but we're a very active family. Mm -hmm. So you know, my daughter is on dance traveling teams. Um, we bring, obviously, nutrition into it. They're still children. And, and it's all about balance at the end of the day. But, you know, we try really hard to keep them active um, and still have their indulgences, but also well-balanced, healthy meals. Mm -hmm. And do you, I mean, I've seen your Instagram, so I think it's interesting. Like, mm -hmm. yours is, like, a little more different. I don't know. It's a little thoughtful-ish. So. You think I'm emotional? <laughs> I'm a really deep woman. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Scorpio, uh, that's what they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm very subtle with my questions because, you know, I like phrasing things kind of, <laughs> kind of nicely first and then, you know, yeah. go, go in for the kill. But there's like always like, uh, should I? But um, yeah, like it's interesting. Like what you're so thoughtful and like emotional. Like mm -hmm. where did that come from? Is that something you've always done? Like you've always been that really that emotional I think that I've always been an emotional person, but I think that's why I'm so passionate about this change and sharing it with others because that's what fitness did for me. It brought me down once it's, you know, I grew up with a lot of alcoholics in my family and I kind of compare it to the same. Uh, being overweight, I had to break it down to exactly like they do, get down to the bare bottom. When I was ready, I was finally ready. 
And once I was, that's when everything emotionally started to change, where my drive is insane. I'll never give up, even if I fail. And learning through the process that failure is learning. Um, And so I do. I share all of those experiences, and I'm very raw and open about if I'm having a bad day or if I'm having a good day, um, and not letting all of these things get you down because that's part of life. But fitness always brings me back. I mean, that's the beauty of it is you're not always going to be great. Um, but you always go back for more because that's what helps me grow and become a stronger woman. Mm-hmm. And, of course, people always want to know, like, why well, you, you did such a crazy change. Like, you know, I think most of us are obsessive, you know. We get obsessed right. with something. At least that's how I am. Right. And it's like, you know. If I get into something, it's like nothing but that. It's always going to be this. It's always going to be that. So how, especially the career change, I mean, going from one side to the other is uh, two different worlds, you know? Mm -hmm. So how has that made you feel? And, you know, I I know it's hard. So, like, Mm -hmm. what difficulties have you had? Am I obsessive? This is the first question I think you asked. Do I sit in the gym for six hours a day? No. Um, Do I work my ass off when I'm there? Yes. Um, I would say I'm probably extreme to some, but that's part of my job. Um, But I also juggle a lot of different companies. So um, I've been a wedding photographer for over 10 years that I have a business partner with. Um, I have a portrait business that I've done for over 10 years. So juggling those two, being homeroom mom, opening a gym, running Gen Pal Fit, Nutrition Guides. I mean, obviously, I'm 100 miles an hour all the time. So if that's obsessive um, or dedicated, whatever you want to call it, then yes, I am. Um, I just really give 100%, and I don't sleep a lot. Can you tell? How much do you sleep? That's always a good question. Um, I'm really happy when I get about six hours. I'm good. I'm ready. What? <laughs> Okay, you're one of those like two percent that 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 only needs to sleep because you know I I don't believe I don't that's crazy because like I need eight I need nine most people need eight or nine I mean I mean I might be happy if I had more but you know I mean it is what it is we're trying to do so much right now Um, once the shift. Do you take naps? Do you take naps? Is that what it is? No, I need to take naps. No, I really train. Right now, because our gym is about three weeks out, I train from five in the morning. I train myself, and then I train women until about 630 at night. So, no. Mm -hmm. I need to to get on that nap train for sure. What what is the gym going to be called? Just curious. The gym is actually I bought into the franchise that Mm -hmm. I lost weight with. It's personal training in a small group setting. It's called Body Track. We're opening the third, the fourth location in Tallahassee. Um, it's called Body Track Central. So we revamped it. It's really modern and cool. You probably saw my Instagram with the cool mural. Um, so basically, we do personal training with clients, but there's up to five people on the floor. So we are goal setting, and it's very personal. So everyone's not doing the same thing. It's not group classes, but it's a more affordable for people to have personal trainers. Mm-hmm. And. What made you like want to do personal training or online coaching or whatever? I didn't necessarily think that I did. <laughs> I had a couple girls in Tallahassee that wouldn't leave me alone that kept calling, and I love them now, but they 
kept calling. They're like, I need you to train me. I was like, I don't know about that. But I, I took the leap and I started. Now I train over about 22 women personally in my um, home that I have a little gym out back um, until we open. And then right now we um, started our pre-sales and we'll be servicing over 150 women when we open. So I'm super excited. Uh-huh. That's, that seems like a lot. Uh, that's crazy. It is a lot. Are you tired already? <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm tired from you telling me how long you're going to be working. I mean, it's that's hard work right there. But um, gosh, 150. That's a little. Yeah. Seems a little yeah. excessive. But no, um, we need more. We need more. Come on. All right. Well, if you're if you're in Tallahassee, then that's right. So, um, that's that's interesting. And of course, I didn't know you're a photographer because I was like, huh, these, your pictures are like. I think some of the best I've seen. Oh, thanks. Uh, and also thoughtful. That's thanks. also another thing. Because you can have beautiful pictures and unthoughtful people, but you can't have <laughs> beautiful pictures and thoughtful people. That that makes oh, a different kind sweet. of thing. But, uh, like, I, you liked photography. Was that something you always enjoy? No. it's um, I, I guess I'm like that, <laughs> that girl. It's like the startup girl. I um, had my children. I was actually in the radiology program, thought I wanted to be a radiologist. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> um, and I was doing photography on the side, self-taught, and actually grew it into an amazing business that I've been super successful with um, and really love it. And I hate to eventually say goodbye to it, but my heart has led me in a completely different direction. So, um, Yeah. How's, how, how's that feel like letting things go and moving on? I'm holding on. I'm holding on. Holding on tight. It's hard. You know, I last year I probably did over 500 different families throughout the year. And these clients have been with me for over 10 years. Um, And I love it. But, you know, sometimes you have to follow your heart. And I'm kind of doing the same thing in a different way. You know, I get to share memories with people through photography, and now I get to be a part of an experience that they um, will become a better version of themselves. So sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So when you shut down like a business like that, like a photography business, do you send people somewhere? Like you're like, oh, they should. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't completely shut down. I have will probably be another year, like slowly letting it take its course. My business partner and I, who um, have been shooting weddings together, she I will send the most of her her way. She'll still be doing photography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would say. Just like you know, we're gonna send them over there. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's that's interesting. And you, I mean, most people think of photography. They're like, "Oh, this is it's interesting." Kind of to me, because it's like I know it's boring for some people, but it's so it's such an interesting thing of like taking a picture of a headshot or like this or showing oh, yeah. emotions and stuff. It is. I love it because I'm terrible. I'm terrible at emotions. I'm just like. Uh, no. <laughs> I look at myself. I'm like, I look stone cold. I don't know what's going on here. Like, you know, I think fine. I, I guess I'm more emotional and raw because I am happy with me. Of course, there's going to be any time, especially I've learned very quickly in this industry um, in fitness. Not everyone likes your comments. Not everybody agrees with you. They're like, how are you a mom? And you're posing like that. Um, everything I do, I mean, of course, there's going to be people that are like, gosh, you're sexy, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> part of it. I'm not doing it for that reason. I mean, this is the face God gave me. I've worked hard for this body. Um, 
and I'm really embracing every, my children see everything that I post and I talk about. So we're very open family and I'm not ashamed of anything that I say. So I think once you get really in touch with who you are and you're okay with you, who cares what anybody else thinks, you know? Mm-hmm. But we're going to get you in touch with your emotional side before this. <laughs> I, I, I'm not an emotional person. I'm more of a, <laughs> I show emotion every once in a while, but that's not, not I don't know. I've never <laughs> had that, that kind of thing where you're like, Oh, it's so emotional. I don't even give hugs. Like that's that's just I don't know. Like <laughs> I remember I'm for a long time people would be like, Oh, give me a hug. I'm like, I'm giving you a hug. Like, what's going on here? Handshake. Oh, me, we're hugging. We're hugging. We're I don't like hug that. It. No, it, I don't know. It makes me it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable, but it's just like I'm like, why are we hugging? Like this <laughs> this is just weird. I just look around like, huh, what you know. <laughs> Like, is this just an American thing? I don't know. Like, I don't know. You do what makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I get fist bumps most of the time. Okay. We can do fist bumps. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I don't like handshakes either, but that's, that's just me Very personal. Formal. Yeah. That's too formal. Yeah, way too formal. Like, hello, how are you? <laughs> but that's usually how you have to introduce yourself at first. Because you don't know you don't know if to go into a hug. I don't know. I just find it weird. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about hugs, but um, <laughs> that's always something like I am not an emotional person, so I don't I don't get attached to emotion so as much as others. Like people get really emotional. I'm like, oh, really? Like, um, but how do you handle like all the hate? Because I get I, I you know I'm one of those people who's like you say I'm wrong. I always have to try to preview. I'm like, and I'm trying to work on that. But yeah. Um, how do you handle, like, the negativity? Of course, you probably get, like, you're so beautiful, you're mm-hmm. so this and that, you're so this and, you know. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, do you reply to everybody? Do you, like... Um, no. Uh, no. You know, I think it's interesting, even in a, you know, no matter where you're from, and I, all the girls that I follow, you know, we all kind of tell similar stories. So, it's obviously something that is a part of the industry. Um, sometimes people don't feel comfortable with change. So when you live in a, we don't live in a small town, but you know, when you've been a certain way for a very long time for you to completely change and now you're vocal and now you're on social media and and you have a different platform, sometimes it makes people feel uncomfortable. Um, I just have to stay in my place that what I'm doing is my mission to help people get to the best version of themselves. Um, I'm not comparing myself to anyone. I'm not competing with anyone. Um, We're doing it out of love and support and I have to focus on the positive because I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, wow, you know, that was really ugly what you just said. But at the end of the day, you have 20 people that say, it's my life. Um, so for that one person that has a negative or they're insecure about something, I don't really understand how I'm affecting them that much to upset their day. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't look. Um, I don't comment on people's stuff in a negative way. I don't understand why people do that, but... Well, you have to focus on the positive. What about criticism? Like, I mean, like, there's, I feel like there's valid criticism sometimes. Sure. Sure. Then- if it's coming from a good place, you know, if you're saying, you know, I have people that are like, if you get lower in your deadlift and this will improve or what, that's, that's different than criticizing you um, and your choices as a mom or on a post that you made. I mean, obviously, if I posted it, I felt comfortable with it. So, I think really that's the only person that matters, right? Mm-hmm. But I also like anytime I see a comment like "I hate you" or something like that, whatever. 
I'm like, oh, why? you need to tell me why you hate me. Is it because right. I need a reason? If you don't have a good reason, then I'm just going to be like, oh, right. you know, whatever. It's not really uh, important. So right. I think that's an interesting aspect. Yeah, and I don't really have people say I hate you. Um, more, I, I think from being... I think more from being a mom, people are like, I can't believe you're doing this. And how do you feel about that? Look what men are saying. I mean, it's just on a social platform. So people actually can say it and you don't see a face or you don't know them in person. doesn't mean that someone didn't think it before. So it really doesn't bother me. If someone thinks you're beautiful, like that's awesome. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> and how, how, when someone asks you a question, like, do you answer all of the questions? Like yeah, like, I try to. You know, as long as it's appropriate. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if it's like, you questions know, questions are not appropriate. <laughs> if it's like, hey, Jennifer, how do I do this if I want to do that? You know, it's like yeah. kind of either fitness questions or this and that, you know. Nutrition or fitness, we can talk about that. Talk about dating. No, obviously, we're not going to talk about dating. <laughs> Is that it? See, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I don't know. And um, since you've been through all these like kind of big changes, I mean, most people are through very small changes over time. Right. But like you've been there and there. How do you relate? You know, you're one of the few people that can actually relate to other people that have been through it. Because a lot of people, either, you know, maybe they were unfit when they were a kid. Maybe you know, it, your body changes a lot. So relating to them how has that like affected you because you know y'all get emotional because y'all talk to each other a lot well you didn't know that being a personal trainer is therapy (laughs) (laughs) it's like another form of therapy I always tell my clients I'm like I should charge you what therapists make because you know I'm a good therapist listening to you the whole time (laughs) no it really is I mean everybody's story is different but at the end we're sort of all the same Mm -hmm. you know all life is hard I mean, the struggles are real. Everyone has something that got them to this place. I'm a really good listener. Um, and sometimes you just, I sit in those moments with them, whether it's not something I can completely relate to, I can, can relate to the place that you can be. Mm-hmm. So from whatever that was, being an overweight child that was made fun of, hey, I was made fun of too. You know, I can relate to that. And once you uh, associate with that time in your life and you move past it and and you start to grow. I mean, I had one client that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Why were we eating, closet eating the way we were eating? Once you could get to that emotion, it changed. You know, that's what I can relate to. And, yeah, I mean, like, some of the stories are so tragic to me. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And you're, you're listening to them and you're like. Yeah. Hmm. It's really special, though. I mean, I really, every client, I mean, I hope that they feel the same way that I feel. They truly, like, are my friend. I mean, they, when you get that deep and emotional with somebody, it's it's really special. And so I'm honored to be a part of their journey and to help them get to the place that they want to be. And, okay, okay, how do you handle, like, this is always, like, uh, I don't know, everyone has a different opinion on this or a thought. How do you handle when someone wants to say, hey, uh, Jennifer, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to this other person or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Because I feel, yeah. I mean, I think that I haven't had that happen yet, but in photography, I can tell you that obviously sometimes people are not the right fit. Um, I have some people that interview me and I, 
would agree. I mean, some people, if I can't get them to that place that they want to be and we're not clicking, I mean, they need to do what's best for them. My feelings aren't going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was just saying, because, you know, most people either get like, like really offended, emotional, like why me, blah, blah, no. blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very, I don't know. I'm sometimes I feel like I'm insensitive, but you know, that's just my person persona. There you go. Personality. I don't know. how. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm very blunt and you know, it's hard to get a point across without being mean. Right. That's why, that's why I always pretend to smile. Well, I'm not pretending, (laughs) but it's just like something I do. I, I force myself, but, uh, uh, that's that's very interesting that you you're such a kind of just can let people go like like you're freeing a bird or something. I mean, obviously you want the best for anybody, you know. I you know we were talking about my, my trainer that trains me. He um he comes from a powerlifting and strongman background, and we were talking about that today. How our community of people that do strongman in Tallahassee. You know, we're not competing. We're competitive, but we also want the best for everybody. Like, it's such a cool community to be able to to compete with women. And when they do well, I'm just as happy for them. Um, and I think that's, too, what's awesome about um, strength sports and why I have fallen in love with it is we're all out there to cheer each other on. Of course, we want to perform our best and kick butt. But at the end of the day, I'm competing with me. So... When I went, just got finished um, nationals for powerlifting, you know, it was a bucket list thing for me. I was competing with women who've been doing this thing for a long time, and I look up to them. So I wasn't competing against them. I was competing against me. And at the end of the day, if I do better than what I was, you know, six months ago, then I'm happy. Mm-hmm. That's interesting you have a coach because, like, I always feel like really? now, now, nowadays it's always – yeah. well, that's a new trend that I see. Like, the coaches have coaches of coaches. You know? Oh, Absolutely. And it's like, my God, like we're all in this random weird chain where, you know, because if you have a coach there, then the coach has a coach somewhere there, then a coach there. And then so you pretty much know everybody. It's weird. I think the fitness community is such an interesting thing because, you know, I have a lot of people who are interested in fitness and blah, blah, blah. Most of my guests are fitness based. I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to break out of that because like, yeah. it's like, you know, I, I had doctors, I had philosophers, I had. You know, it's just like me. I want a historian, but nobody in history will talk to me, especially professor. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's interesting. But I tried to figure that. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting that you have a coach. Well, I hired him after I, I did my random first meet of powerlifting. I trained for six weeks to do it and really didn't know what the hell I was doing. And you kind of need to know if you want to do it. So I hired him after I placed at that meet and decided, and now um, he's training me for some strongman meets next year. So, mm-hmm. And what made you go towards that? Inst- I mean, there's so many other things you could do. Yeah. I mean, I've loved running. That's where I started. I was a big runner. Um, I love any type of agility training. I just kind of want to try it all because I love it. So I did powerlifting and it's really fun. And, um, you know, it's three implements. So I kind of wanted to do a little bit more. So I tried my first strongman meet and did well. And, um, now I feel like if I actually train for it, maybe I'll be on a national platform next year. That's the goal anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That's I'm curious. Like, you know, I mean, of course you don't have to tell me, but what are like your goals? Like long-term, short-term? Is that, is that something you think about a lot? (laughs) 
Oh yeah, I have goals every day. Um, my goal for I would say for strength training right now is first I need to get my gym open, so I'm still going to keep training. So there'll be no meets this year. I'm done for the year. Um, but right now I'm going through all of that, and hopefully we'll start um, doing some meets through the spring, and hopefully can place. Um, well enough to be invited to nationals. My trainer will be at nationals in November and I'd like to be on that platform next year. Mm -hmm. And is, I mean, I have no idea what powerlifting does. I'm in combat sports area. So it's like, yeah. to, to me, it's like, uh, um, so, so what, what, what exactly do you do? Do you deadlift? Do you always for powerlifting? It's deadlift, bench and squat okay. Okay. for, um, strong man, which is kind of what I want to cross over into. There's a lot of different implements. Um, it's kind of the stuff that I've been posting in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, pharma carry, yoke carry, um, Atlas stones. Um, it's kind of, I feel like for me a little bit more athletic because I love the running and the jumping, um, and being quick on my feet with the heavy shit. So. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so do you, you enjoy running, which I find fascinating because, you know, yeah. most people don't or like that type of cardio. Like I would rather, like if there was a, a real good alternative to running, I'll do it. I mean, I've, I've tried cycling. Don't tell me about cycling. Okay. Cause no. a lot of people are like cycling works. I'm like, that doesn't work. Running is what, when you get your teeth, you know, they feel like they're falling off or like you feel like your legs are dying. It's a different feeling, it, and your heart's about to burst. I mean, if you haven't gained, gotten your heart to 200 beats per minute, then I suggest you oh, rethink, yeah. rethink the pain. But, um, like, what would you say to someone who wants to do, like, an alternative thing to running? What is your suggestion, especially for cardio? You know, I had to take a sabbatical from running while I was training for powerlifting, only because it was so grueling on my, my legs. My trainer is... He believes in training harder than I need to. Um, so, you know, training for two hours a day with heavy weights was taking a toll and I needed to quit um, running on top of it. Um, so really, I was keeping my diet in check since I eat really well. And then doing, you know, you can do kettlebell work um, for some cardio. We do um, banded deadlifts for cardio. Um, that's why I kind of like strong man. So I don't really have to do a lot of running today. I did farmer carries they are heavy and you're running with weights in your hands. Um, so although it's not like long distance running, I'm still getting cardio in. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's I, don't swim. Cool. I don't, I don't swim and stuff. So I cannot offer any advice about swimming or I guess I could bike. Maybe that'll be in my next, uh -huh. my next call. I, I like it, but it's just not the same. Right. Um, it's more, I don't know, it feels, I mean, I feel when you run, it's like your whole body's doing something. Oh, rather yeah. Than, rather than just your legs trying to push yourself, which I think works. I also do like the rowing. The rowing's not the bad. Row um, but those, those, you know, everyone, I don't know. I, I think those are the second best, I guess, both yep. besides running. And step mill is fun. I can't do it long, but when you're walking up the stairs. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. I feel like everyone should try to, I don't know, people don't like running. I've always found that interesting. And it's like me trying to give you a suggestion. I don't have any clue. No. Well, running is therapeutic. So mm -hmm. like most runners, once you get past that hurdle of like this sucks, 
um, it would always take me a couple miles of running before I got into my groove. And once you get to that place, it's kind of like anything. Once you get really heavy, your your headspace, you just clear your head and go. So it's, I think, more therapeutic um, mm-hmm. running, but not, they like love torturing themselves like anything. All right. So this is like another thing I always like to get into. What music wise, do you listen to music when you work out? Do you not listen to music? Like what, what, what is your take on it? <laughs> it's funny you say that. So most of the people in the gym that I train in for um, Strongman, they all like that heavy metal. I'm going to say no. I no, do not, what? do not like heavy metal. Um, I love listen? like remix rap and stuff to uh, work out too. But I really don't listen to a whole lot of music when I'm training. Uh-huh. Is that crazy? I kind of like it quiet. Really? <laughs> you like the silence? I always find the silence very scary. No, I like it. I really don't listen to we he always jokes he said the radio's always off when I'm there. So I'm the only one that doesn't listen to music when I train. That's, now when I'm running I do. But uh, not Yeah. I can I, I don't know. I feel like I can run longer if I listen to music. If I don't listen to music it just feels like I don't know. I think it's because you have to think when you're running. Right. Really long distance. I mean if you're running more than like six miles, it's like I have to think about something. What am I going to be thinking about the whole time? Unless you right. just blank out. Some people do that. I'm like, how do you blank out? Like, I, uh, <laughs> like it doesn't make I any sense. I do because I train people all day long and I'm listening to music for that. When I'm training myself, it's kind of like my quiet time. Mm-hmm, quiet time. I like to hear those weights hitting the floor. <laughs> That's my music. Okay. That's music. That's interesting. I, I would have thought you'd listen to music all the time because that's like something. Yeah, no. What about, I mean, I don't know. Do you listen to podcasts at all or no? You know, it's my, my trainer does. So he tells me all about podcasts. I listen to some of yours before I talk to you. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's so, that's, I don't know. I always feel like when someone else listens to my stuff, I'm like, oh, I just put it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Which one did you listen to? Oh. There are some other athletes. It was, um, a girl that you've interviewed a couple times. I can't remember her name. She, I think she was Bikini. Mm-hmm. Bikini. One of, your, one of your recent ones. Uh, I don't know. I, it's, I feel bad sometimes because like, I start forgetting people's names because, you know, I'm a... What you is better this? remember my name. I'm just uh, kidding. I remember your name, okay. It's, <laughs> it's just the really hard ones that I don't know how to pronounce. Right. Yeah. I, and I always like, oh, gosh, thank you. You're, you're Jen or Jennifer or something. I'm like that. That makes it so much easier because, like, right. know, I don't like saying last names because I get all like, you know. I think I had uh, last week. I had this person, um, uh, Chris. I can't even say his name. Chris Dudenbossel. I never heard of wow. it. And it was like I can't say your name, Dudenbossel. Is that how you say? It? And it was like <laughs> me, me talking about Dudenbossel, Dudenbossel. But it, it, it's really difficult for me to pronounce names. So I'm like, oh, please don't be, be a difficult name. But then, you yeah. know. It's like, you know, I'm going to have some, I like talking to people from other countries, so they have, everybody can speak English, you know. There you go. Um, they have like, you know, uh, Chaka, you know, it's like, it looks like like gibberish to me, just like a bunch of C's and A's and <laughs> X's and L's, and it's just like, nah, this isn't going to work. I can't pronounce your name, so I just say the first thing, or I shorten it. You're allowed. Yeah, but yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. So you listen to me. That's so I don't like when people listen. I just, <laughs> Why? I know people. A lot of people listen, and it's like uh, this is weird. This is, because you like you're speaking to someone without speaking to them. 
true. Um, you people are gonna listen, and they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, where, where, where's Jennifer? Can I get to her Instagram or her bliss? Blah 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 blah." Of course, it'll be in the description, by the way, if you okay. want to go see um, Jennifer. Do you like being called Jennifer? I always get confused. There's a lot of Jennifer's. Yeah, call me whatever, Jennifer. That's my name. So a lot of people call me Jen, but it doesn't matter. Uh see, like I, I always shorten it as well. So yeah, but. That's interesting that you listen to me. I don't. I always find that weird when guests listen to me. I'm like, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Ninety nine percent of the nine of the time, but that's interesting. I think it's. I I, I enjoy talking to y'all for some reason because y'all y'all have like different stories. And, oh yeah, it's interesting. And y'all come from different backgrounds. I mean, some of you talk southern. Some of you from the UK and speak like this Scottish. You know, <laughs> I I, my, I have the worst accents, but. If, um, it's interesting to me, so I do so, enjoy talking to y'all. But I appreciate it. That's that's uh, another tangent. So, um, <laughs> you know, at the, always the first time I interview someone, it's always like question, 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 because I don't know you. Question, question, question. Yeah, I and get it. Then it just usually have people. I like having people on twice. That's why. Okay, I, cool. You see, like, uh, like I have like like it's the same person two times, really. I know people always ask, why do you have the same person on twice? I'm like, well, because you don't know a person until you talk to them twice. Yeah, true. Because most of the time, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, always, like, these are always, like, first dates. It's like, who are you? Where do you are? Where, where do you live? Who do you are? You know, it's just like those right. questions. And you're like, oh, I sound so boring, don't I? But, <laughs> you know, because you're just asking questions, not really having a conversation. Sometimes I do, and it gets really wacky, but, like, um, you know, being a mother, what what is, like, your advice to other mothers, especially, you know, it's, uh, I mean, like, food is not cheap, you know, there's, the the worst thing you can get, I mean, McDonald's is cheaper than anything I've ever seen, so, like, what do you say to them in terms of that, like, you know, how do they get healthy, how do they kind of move forward? Well, I think first is wanting a better you. I mean, until you're to the place there's, I just started with, um, a bunch of new ladies last week. One of them, I've been praying for her to come to me for a long time, but it has to be in her time. So when, once a woman is ready and you're ready to make that commitment, um, to the second thing is don't think that this is going to happen overnight. If, if you change your diet, if you start working out, if it's too extreme, you'll probably fall off the wagon. Um, that's why I believe that so many people are not successful. They do a diet. They're like 30 days. I'm not going to eat carbs. I'm only going to eat protein and vegetables. I mean, that's not real life. So if you can make it a slow process and you're patient, I think that's why I'm here today. Um, because I wanted to make it forever. I had, you know, I've done a million diets and, um, you know, fasting for this and juice that, and none of that stuff works. It's, you know, it's instant gratification, which will not have any longevity. Um, so I think that if honor that you're making the commitment to take baby steps, you know, so obviously if you have a local trainer, I believe that everyone needs somebody to push them um, and to help them through the process. It's hard to do it alone. And, you know, just take baby steps and honor each victory. You know, when, when you make a better choice at the restaurant, instead of pulling into McDonald's and you got a salad from wherever, honor that, you know, it's baby things. And it's, it's all the little milestones that lead up to big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's always a good point. Uh, I think everyone should know is like, 
takes time. And especially, like, I mean, I'm one of those extreme people, like, let's get there, you know. Yeah. I like to see how fast I can get there just because it's, like, sure. a mental. Yeah. But, but then you learn, like, hey, that's not really healthy. Oh. You shouldn't be yeah. losing. You shouldn't be cutting, you know, uh, uh, say you have to lose 20 pounds. You shouldn't be cutting 20 pounds in a month or something ridiculous like that. No. So lose it slowly. I always say, I forget. Lacey told me, I don't remember. She's a RD and she always says 1.5 oh. is the max that you should mm-hmm. probably do, uh, depending on your height and weight, blah, blah, blah. But 1.5 is the maximum for most people so i think that's interesting i don't know and then when i talk to them science people i just my my brain explodes well most people do i mean i don't have a nutrition background obviously i'm not a nutritionist we have them on staff with the gym that i um just bought into but i can just tell you what worked for me and what worked for me was making slow changes uh, making them where just making healthier choices instead of counting calories and being obsessive about all of these uh, things. And then, you know, just taking it one day at a time. Um, obviously I want to be at nationals at strongman and be up against these other women. Hello. They've been doing them a long time. I have to be patient. I have to work hard for it. And at the end of the day it's always, who's going to work harder. You know, that's how, who's successful is the person that works their ass off for it. So, you know, it takes time. <laughs> See, like, I feel that's, like, a, a, a really good statement, but then I also have problems, like, if you work harder, it doesn't, you're going to hurt yourself. Like, I always feel that's, like, an aspect of it that people don't put, like, I'm an obsessive, like, you know, if I could train six hours a day, I would do it, but I know it's not realistic, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta put some rest in there. Of course, you, okay. she, she doesn't, you don't it's sleep. Really so. putting more hours in, but working hard when you're there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's... I have some girls that really, really push themselves and go all out and some that are, you know, I mean, you get what you put into it. So mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, you work hard and it pays off. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, do, do you, like when you, I guess, compete, when you compete, is it, how do you feel about that kind of like um, aspect of it? Like, you know, how do you feel like when you're around all these people and you're trying to kind of, you know, do like it's a mission for you, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. It's so much fun. Um, well, I've only competed twice. I competed one meet here local for powerlifting and then qualified for nationals. Um, and then I competed a few months ago for my first strongman. So I have three underneath my belt. It's addicting, obviously. Um, I think because the community is so awesome that you're around so many people that can relate to how you are it's a lot of sacrifice these people put in a lot of hours to be great at what they do and I was honored to stand on the same platform as some of these women who've been doing this for many 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 years and put a lot of hard work it's a lot of discipline I mean obviously everyone would do it if it wasn't if it wasn't hard so um it's so much fun I think that everyone should experience it um I more Mm-hmm. And do you have other plans of doing other things besides those? I Well, my original, I kind of take it day to day. Um, Strongman kind of fell into my lap, um, and then I really liked it. So we'll see where this takes me. I always said by the time I'm 40, which is like creeping up on me, <laughs> um, that I want to do an Ironman, but I sort of need to train for that. So we'll see. I mean – There'll be a lots of new adventures along this fitness path. This is just the beginning. So I'm just getting started and I'm 35. I got lots of work to do. 
35? Oh, 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 I thought you were like maybe 30 at most. No, I'll be or 36 t- next month. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I, that's, that is mind-blowing. I don't know because like, you know, you can't really guess people's ages nowadays. Like, I, I just don't. Like, I'm like, oh, well, they look 23. Well, they're like 19 or something. I'm like, what? Or, you know, it's just, you know, I remember um, I, I talked to this person. I didn't know she was, of course, she was 40, 44. I thought she was in, like, her early 30s. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what, what do you use? You use, like, I don't know what you, like, you know, everybody wants clear skin. I'm not one of those people. I just don't care. But it's like, um, I just always find that fascinating. That's interesting. I didn't know. I thought you were maybe. You see that? There's a wrinkle. <laughs> ah, see? 